It was strange to Finley to just walk up to a counter at a truck and order food. That was the first strange part. And then the second, almost stranger part, was that a chipper man handed him a styrofoam plate full of steaming food, without asking for a cent. The man had turned away almost immediately back to the grill when Finley opened his mouth to ask questions. He shoved the disputes back in his mouth and turned to the many tables lining the common area. It felt odd to sit alone making himself an outcast at once. Therefore, he decided to be bold and plucked himself down at a table that was bristling with noise. It was a table of performers, not the acrobats, who were two tables over, spying and dissecting his every move. The table Finley chose was the one with the illusionist, Oliver, and the triplets who juggled using telekinesis, and then another girl, who he remembered had the fire act. They laughed and conversed adamantly, and hardly noticed him when he sat down. Finley was pretty certain they were making a show of pretending that him choosing their table was nothing of interest. They chatted about something foreign to Finley for a good minute, before the girl with long black hair turned to him. She had the most discerning eyes he'd spied in a long time. She was undoubtedly from the streets based on her piercing, judgmental stare, but she almost seemed to be trying to put him in the right light in her mind over and over again. So why here? she finally said, revealing a row of tiny top teeth and a lot of pink gum. Why did you choose to sit here? Versus where? he said, throwing his fork into a cushion of eggs. He almost smiled at the meeting of fork and eggs, but caught himself just in time. Just seems you would want to be with your kind, the girl with the pale skin and cold green eyes said, indicating the table two over. I thought there wasn't a divide at this circus, Finley said, daring to look back at the acrobats two tables over, watching him. No matter how wonderful the leadership is, people will always do what they were born to do, create borders she said, pushing her plate of mostly not-eaten food away. Don't get me wrong, I love my circus people, but I prefer to be with my nuclear family, she said, fanning her hand at the people at the table. These are my immediate family, and those people, she pointed around at the rest of the circus members, are the extended family, the cousins, the ones you take in small doses. Right, Finley said, staring at her plate of uneaten food. I totally get it. No, you don't because you are about the newest newbie I've ever set eyes on. But don't worry, no one else knows that about you, she said with a wink. Finley worked to corral the unsettling feeling in his chest. Before he could utter a rebuttal, the girl, named Sunshine, said, I only know that because I'm empathic and have read all the various emotions you're experiencing right now. You hide and fake your emotions well. The space between his eyebrows creased. You read my emotions? He wanted to be angry about it, but there was something about the girl that garnered an unearned trust from him. She had this unbreakable sadness in her demeanor. Sunshine seemed to know emotion the way Finley understood survival, and he believed that her knowledge of his emotions wasn't something to be concerned about. There were other parts of him that posed a much bigger risk. Sunshine nodded at him, a knowing in her solemn eyes. Yes, I read your emotions, but they're safe with me. I won't tell another soul, she whispered for only him to hear. The other people at the table were talking to each other, ignoring them. Really, I'd worry about Miss Pinkstreak over there, she said, pointing straight at Zuma, 
who noticed it right away and glared back at her. She'll enter your brain and take all your secrets out if you're not careful. I'm careful, Finley said, pushing his full plate away too. Not hungry all of a sudden. It had always been a mystery to him why his mind was a vault. But it was like that since he could remember. Impenetrable. He had few worries that Zuma could trespass his thoughts. Finley knew how to do more than most should with their minds. But none of it was that useful now that he studied his list of attributes. The boy mostly knew how to take and shelter. What he needed to do now was perform and outmaneuver. I'm Sunshine, the girl said, extending a hand to him. The name was perfect for her, and then also completely ironic. No one had less of a Sunshine personality than this girl. Melancholy fell around her like a cloud over mountains. You already know my name.